You're listening to the Brooks Snow Podcast, conversations to help you look forward with faith, faith in yourself, faith in God, and faith in your own mission and purpose. I'm your host, Brooks Snow. You have season two, episode 51, Forgiveness, the Speed of Light. Welcome to season two of the Brooks Snow Podcast. This season is breaking from tradition in an exciting way. After some lovely negotiation, I received permission from my publisher to publish the audio of my book, Living in Your True Identity, Discover, Embrace, and Develop Your Own Divine Nature, as podcast episodes. Right now, this is a tentative experiment, and these episodes may not always be here, so I encourage you to listen while you can. My book is some of my best work, and while I do love my regular podcasts, they really are a random selection of topics. The book, however, moves progressively, continually building upon a theme and leading you through a process. Each week, I will release the next chapter. If you like what you hear, please consider purchasing the book for yourself or someone you know who would really benefit from this message. You can pick up a hard copy or Kindle version on Amazon, and I'll provide the link for you to do that in the show notes of this episode. Today, you have chapter 11, Forgiveness, the Speed of Light. Chapter 11, Forgiveness, the Speed of Light. God forgives you the instant that you ask for it. You are the one that is slow to forgive yourself. I had just finished a long day at a motivational workshop, and this offhand comment by the presenter startled me into awareness. I knew a great truth had just been spoken. His words wouldn't leave me. I pondered on them continually. I had never before considered how fast God is to forgive. Forgiveness had often felt hard and slow for me. Now I could see that the delay and discomfort I had experienced in the past were not from God holding me in my suffering, but from my own slowness to receive his forgiveness and to forgive myself. As I began to study scripture, there was evidence again and again that not only does God forgive, but also he's quick to forgive. Not only does he give us grace, but he's also quick to give it. Nestled into the many stories of miracles in the New Testament, Jesus responds with immediacy when the blind Bartimaeus came unto the Lord and hoped to be healed. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Mark 10, 51-52 When a leper comes to Jesus... He responds with quickness again. And behold, there came a leper and worshiped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Matthew 8, 2-3. Then there was a woman who had suffered with an issue of blood for 12 years, no physician able to help her. When she saw Jesus in a crowd, she came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately 
her issue of blood stanched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. Luke 8, 44 through 45 and 47. A lame man sat at the pool of Bethesda, a pool of water known for its healing powers. He had suffered for 38 years with an infirmity and he longed to be healed. He waited at the water's edge, but was unable to enter the pool before another impotent person would press ahead before him. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? Jesus said unto him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. John 5, 6 and 8 through 9. And then there is the story of Jesus walking on the water. In the dark hours, just before dawn, his disciples are gathered in a ship, currently distressed from the tossing waves and wind upon the sea, when they look out upon the water to see Jesus walking toward them. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him. Matthew 14, 28 through 31. I've often pondered on the immediacy of Jesus saving Peter from sinking into the sea. The speed at which any of us sink through water is instantaneous. For Jesus to save him before he completely submerges requires first a knowledge beforehand of what was about to occur and second a speed of rescue that is beyond the speed of man. Jesus has both. He knows our own moments of sinking before they occur and he is able to save at the speed of light. The crowning illustration of the immediacy of God's forgiveness comes in his final moments upon the cross. Even in his own hour of greatest pain and suffering, Jesus references the very soldiers who crucify him, praying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Luke 23, 34. The soldiers are still in the very act of murder, unrepentant and parting his raiment and casting lots. And yet his forgiveness is so immediate that it has already occurred long before they even ask. Truly the Lord does forgive immediately. Alma chapter 34, 31 reads, If ye will repent and harden not your hearts, immediately shall the great plan of redemption be brought about unto you. Alma teaches us how we can receive the Lord's forgiveness and grace immediately. We must repent and harden not our hearts. We must be open to receiving. If we don't experience this immediacy, it is not due to a slow responding God. He is immediate. It is our own hardness of heart that blocks us. I liken God's speed of forgiveness to the speed of light. Scientifically, 
The speed of light is 186,282 miles per second, or 299,792 kilometers per second. If you could travel at the speed of light, you could go around the Earth 7.5 times in one second. In theory, nothing can travel faster than light. Jesus consistently taught that he was the light of the world. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John 8, 12. God forgives with the speed of light. He is so beautifully quick to respond and to give. He is the light and his light is also in you. How quick are you to receive forgiveness for yourself? God forgives the instant that we ask. We, however, can be much slower to receive. My own pattern in the past has been to embark on my own period of suffering. I have countless times wallowed in my guilt and wrongly thought that if I inflicted a designated period of personal suffering, this would somehow make me more worthy of forgiveness because I could say to God that I had truly suffered for my choices. I'm learning to understand the fallacy of this kind of thinking. My goal should not be to extend my suffering, rather it should be to quickly get rid of the darkness I feel. The only way to get rid of darkness is to receive light. I choose how fast I will give and receive light in my life. This principle of the speed of light can be integrated in many ways. We can and must be quick to receive light to live in our true identity. I read an article a few years ago that cited a study done on the effectiveness of parenting. The number one parenting trait that influenced children the most was parents who would admit when they had made mistakes. This concept was so fascinating to me that I began to implement it immediately. Whenever I make a wrong move in parenting, which most often comes from my impatience or raising my voice, I try to immediately state my mistake and ask for forgiveness. I confess, there are times that I am faster at this than others. <laughs> Regardless, immediately seeking forgiveness has made a remarkable difference in our family. Not too long after I began practicing this, I had an altercation with my son, who was six years old at the time. He became upset about losing a privilege and reacted by throwing a fit, screaming, and slamming doors. I myself was upset by his reaction and retreated to my bedroom to cool down. To my great surprise, a few moments later, he humbly came into my room, climbed into my lap, and said, Mom, I'm sorry for yelling. I made a bad choice. Will you please forgive me? We both cried together, simultaneously rejoiced at the renewed connection in our relationship. I was most overcome by his behavior because I knew he was modeling what he had seen me do over and over again. He had been taught to confess his mistakes and quickly seek forgiveness. 
We all make mistakes. We all make bad choices. We all have things that we're working on. I invite you to consider how choosing to be fast at both giving and receiving the speed of light can bless your life. The art of giving and receiving. The speed of light works both directions. We must learn to be quick to receive forgiveness and quick to give forgiveness. Like any attribute or skill, this takes practice and it must be developed. One of the best places to start is increasing the speed you receive light for yourself. The more light and grace you have inside you, the more you can give to others. It starts with your ability to receive it first for yourself. In his book, The Untethered Soul, Michael Singer urges this same immediacy when we find ourselves offended by another. He says, let go right then because it will be harder later. It won't be easier if you explore it or play with it, hoping to take the edge off. It won't be easier to think about it, talk about it, or try to release only part of it at a time. If you want to be free to the core of your being, you must let go right away because it will not be easier later. Close quote. How fast are you at receiving forgiveness? How fast do you forgive yourself? Do you have a pattern like I did of dragging guilt and shame around to extend suffering? When you understand identity, you know that this is no longer necessary. Prolonging forgiveness is only prolonging the experience of living in your false identity. That's all it does. There is nothing noble about it, nothing worthwhile. Extending suffering is keeping up the blocks in your heart that prevent you from receiving. Open up. Let the light in. Do you have moments you berate yourself for something you thought, said, or did? Let it go quickly. At first, this may feel like you're letting yourself off the hook too easily. The false identity teaches you to stay in your suffering as a sign of penitence or punishment. This is unnecessary and it blocks your heart. I love the LDS Bible Dictionary definition of repentance. It states that repentance is a change of mind, a fresh view about God, about oneself, and about the world. To truly repent is to have a fresh view about oneself. You cannot do this without letting go of the old view. Receive the speed of light immediately. Forgiveness can be fast. It can be instant. The faster you let things go, the sooner you are back to your true identity. This is what we really want. Freedom, light, and truth. Be fast, as fast as the speed of light. Empowerment tool number 10, fast forgiveness, the speed of light. God grants you instant forgiveness. Practice receiving instant forgiveness for yourself this week. Prolonging forgiveness of self or others is in effect holding the false identity in place. The moment you give and receive forgiveness, you acknowledge your true identity within. 
I hope you enjoyed chapter 11, Forgiveness, the Speed of Light, from my book, Living in Your True Identity, Discover, Embrace, and Develop Your Own Divine Nature. Do you listen to this book and love what you hear and wonder where to start? Do you wonder how to actively practice these ideas in your own life? I invite you to take my Christian Meditation 40-Day Challenge course. Meditation is my most important practice of the day and my number one way to help me live in my true self. This one habit has changed my life. It's small and simple, but reaps incredible rewards. But the key is consistency. That's why I love that this is a 40-day challenge. The challenge is to do it for 40 consecutive days. But starting a new habit, and even more so being consistent, can be tricky. This is why I offer every student a free buddy pass, allowing you to handpick your own friend or family member to take the course with you. You get your own accountability partner and you both do the challenge together. Two people start a new empowering practice instead of just one. If this is calling out to you, I invite you to register at the link in the show notes or find it on my website at brooksnow.com. You can do this. You are worthy. You are whole. I am cheering you on.